So we're here for season six, episode seven with Rook. So can you give some background information about yourself, man? Um, yeah. So uh as far as, you know, I um I was born in Connecticut. I was born in Bridgeport um hospital and then um kind of moved around, you know, um New Haven, Milford. I went to high school in North Haven. And then pretty much right after that I moved um straight down to Florida mm-hmm. for school. Um and then yeah, like in high school, I was like I, I was messing with cameras a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Nothing serious. Yeah, like honestly, it was because it was like they had a film class, and I heard you just get to like watch movies and yeah. stuff, so it sounded like kind of easy. You know what I mean? Um, I had started like messing with cameras um, for like uh, like dirt bikes and bike videos and okay. skate videos yeah. and like shit like that. Um, so I had already kind of like been messing with it a little, and then I, I moved down to Florida and you know went to uh, went to film school and stuff. But where'd you go? um it's called palm beach atlantic university okay it's in west palm beach yeah yeah so yeah i just bounce, i bounced around connecticut here and there you know what i mean and yeah. then um i i kept it kind of low-key like play basketball type shit and then um i just wanted to like get out of connecticut for, i just, just like I yo <laughs> you said you you didn't really listen to hip-hop until like you were in the middle of high school right yeah yeah probably like towards middle end of high school i started like kind of listening to, to, to rap a little bit more and i still wasn't even like i was listening more so like to just like the hits and the yeah. party shit that was out i Not wasn't really, really the, the yeah i didn't like go into it yet or like even know you know kind of like my parents were like you know like went to church type yeah, shit so i was like very was really like yeah like real thing. they were real strict on that on that end when i was younger did you ever like want to rebel and listen out? <laughs> you know what's funny is like kind of, I was like, I was a good kid to be yeah. honest. Like I was kind of just like, all right, well, y'all don't want me to listen to it then, whatever. Yeah, like yeah, it. I just like so I would hear it through friends and stuff, but yeah. I wasn't like super like oh, gotta get to it. You know what I mean? And yeah. and then kind of like once high school hit was when I was like, nah, this shit kind of hot though. Wait, Who was the first I? person that you like really dove into? Um, I mean, I'd have to say Jay Z, mm-hmm. like. I think I want to say some of the first like rap songs though that like I started hearing was like when Nelly was like popping like that was kind of some of the first stuff that I was like oh that shit fire Wayne obviously, yep. um but Jay was like the first one where I was like wait nah, I like went back and listened to like all, all his albums, albums yeah. like and then like listened to them over and over and over and over again like and that was like one of the, that was like when I really started like all right and then I started kind of you know like looking around from there. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So when you first went down to Florida, you said you were going for a business, right? Yeah, my father, he owns a painting business. Okay. Um, so the plan was I was just going to go down there and just like, you know, go to school for business and then like Come take o- take over them. the business. Yeah. yeah. So And then you, you like, what was the reason why you chose film instead? Um. So like, like I was saying, I was already like kind of into it a little bit. Like I had a camera and stuff. Um. But like, uh. I think, oh, so, well, when I was in school, I had, like, you know, you get, like, electives and shit, so I went to the film building to be, like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about taking a couple, um, you know, like, film classes. I just didn't want to, like, waste my time and take the film classes, even though it was for fun. Yeah. I would have rather take something that was, like, it's for fun, but, like, I could still use it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I was, like, yo, you know, this, like, I brought some of the videos that I had made in high school, and I was just, like, yo. Yeah, and, like. I think in high school they had us do like a little like short film like project yeah some like you know just for you know short and um 
And so I had like a couple different types of things I want to say. I, you know, once people found out I did videos, you know, I had a camera. It would be, oh, film, you know, yeah, my birthday party yeah. or whatever, little random shit. So I had some little projects that I had put together. And um, I just brought it to the teacher or the professor rather to be like, hey, check it out. I just want to know, you know, if, if, if I'm, you know, if I'm on the right thing or if my shit's completely whack, like I'll just put the, cam- put the yeah. camera away and, you know, I'm just call it a day. But um, they were actually really like, yo, this is like really good. This is better than a lot of the shit that people come here to submit for film. Yeah. So they're like, you should really think about, you know, doing something with it. They gave you some scholarships, right? <laughs> yeah, and then they like threw some money. They like skipped me past like so I they skipped me past like three of the introductory classes. So like mm-hmm. right when I was a freshman, I was already in class with like sophomores and juniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just kinda skipped me past and then <clears throat> helped convince my parents to like, you know, that I was like talented. Did they get on the phone with you? <laughs> I don't remember if they necessarily got on the phone with me, but they definitely like when my parents came to visit, they definitely had like a like meeting and meeting to be like yeah good. yeah yeah because you know my my they were like very like skeptical like yeah. yo what is what are you gonna do with film you know what i mean because it's an easy it's an easy thing to like go to school for it and it'd be easy and then you get out and be like oh uh, yeah you know so they were just like worried about that <laughs> um but then like once you know once they kind of figured out that was what i wanted to do mm-hmm. they were they were cool and you still took business classes yeah i still minored in business okay so right. yeah perfect. so i was still like you know taking taking classes for it mm-hmm. so talk about your origin of the name rook you said that it was from playing chess with your grandpa so why is this so important to you yeah i mean <clears throat> i don't want to say it necessarily i think so when i was in college i came up with the song or whatever but then I was rapping and stuff and I just didn't have everything was just like my name, like my yeah. real name. So it was like, all right, I need like something, you know what I mean? And so I was like going through mad different names and I just wanted something that was like simple and like mm-hmm. easy, just clean. One syllable. Yeah, just something that was just like, yeah, it was just smooth. And so I had a bunch of like, you know, we were just trying to X them off the list and see which ones were the best ones. But um that yeah i want to say i don't know i must have just been like kind of like on a little like chess wave at the time i was playing either i must either been playing against somebody or something i don't know what like kind of sparked chess to like you know make me go down that road but i did play with my grandfather and i just remember it kind of like him you know obviously the queen is like the number one player on the board for chess and then like but after that, you know, it's kind of debatable. But the rook is like, you know, a very, very, very important powerful. piece yeah. after that, and you usually save them till the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just kind of like once I heard, it, I'm like, yeah, rook, like it's dope, little castle shit. And so it kind of just like once I put it out there, people just started calling me it. So I was just yeah. like, all right, once something sticks, it's just like, all right, cool. You got to run with it. Yeah. So I kind of just settled on it then then and there, and then everybody just kind of called me. And now you're playing up. chess with all these moves <laughs> that you're making. <laughs> true, 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 very true. So when did you first start making music? uh i'd say like um down in florida yeah 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 for sure like probably like 2000 and like 10 i want to say okay. or something like that it was weird because it was like <clears throat> everybody like all my friends were rapping so yeah. it was kind of like it was always like you know i'd write something for somebody or like i'd hop on a verse but it wasn't like serious yeah it was just like you know it wasn't it wasn't that. It was just, and I'd forget about it. I didn't really yeah. care. You know what I mean? Not um, like you're pushing it. But yeah, but I think 2009, 10 was when I was kind of like ma- starting to like make songs and like, you know, putting them out and like, you know, seeing if people liked them type yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, it was it was when I was in college though, because I think it was just having, 
the you know just like i was kind of like more of a loner like in high school and like in college i was more of like a social person so just having people around me all the time and just like seeing people react to shit just kind of like i think gave me the like the juice i needed to like you know do it you said it right the juice it really like gave you that sauce yeah it was kind of like oh people fucking with this like you know cool i can actually do this yeah and it was like the party the energy yeah yeah it was like we were throwing parties so that's like when i when i was in college i just got into like throwing parties and naturally you know the songs we would make for fun like the ones that like there was one song that we had that like kids in the dorms and just like for whatever reason our group of friends just liked it like just fucked with it and so we started like cutting it on at parties like honestly as a joke like the first time was just like oh fuck put the song on everybody's drunk and it's like all the kids that we party with you know were like kids that we knew so everybody kind of knew the song already from being in the dorm and just like we had we were just kind of like that type of group of kids that like Mm -hmm. people you know kind of just always around and um so when it came on like everybody started singing it so it was just it was it was fun and then um we just started playing it at all the parties and then what started happening was like you know, we'd be at a party that we would throw. It might be, you know, 200, 300 kids. Yeah. And then we would go to, like, a bar or a club. But it would be all of us mobbing there. So then people started being, like, kind of drunk and stuff and, like, trying to get the DJ to play the song, like, at Not the spot. Not even you, other people. Yeah. And then, like, it came on one time and, like, everybody started singing. So it was just, like, the DJ was like, oh. So then he realized, like, all right, you know, if I play this, I could get them college kids to, like, because we had a whole following of people. Mm-hmm and um and then that's kind of like what led to me like getting signed um we were having a party and some kid just like you know the song came on and everybody's singing it and this dude like just asking yo whose song is this like i've never heard this yeah like everybody's singing it and i was like yo it's my shit like (laughs) yeah yeah and then then just kind of like he was like yo he he gave me his number i didn't really take it serious but then you know obviously you know it ended up transpiring but um yeah i think it was just the energy you know what i mean that's always when the best shit gets made when just like you got the energy, the natural, the following, too. yeah. People that actually care, right? We already had people that were just like wanted to know what we were doing, you know, on the weekends. Like, yo, where are you, where are you guys at? Like, what do you know? Da, da, da. So then it was just kind of a natural progression of like, you know, we just slipped a song in there. What was your like craziest college memory? <laughs> um, or at least one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, damn. I mean, we had a lot, like we had just i mean a lot of just like crazy party stories mm-hmm. um i won't get into that but i think like uh I'll, like okay so one one dope one was like this is like towards the end of my like i was i think i was like a junior or senior mm-hmm. they were doing our uh our school like formal yep. and at this time like i had already kind of like started like making music so people knew you know like i was making music now nah, this is be bef- okay. uh all around the same time okay. i can't remember exactly but yeah, because the label came to this, to the our college, like, formal, yep. to, like, come, like, watch. Cause, so the, the college set me up, like, to do a show at mm-hmm. the formal because they knew everybody at the school already, you know, kind of knew it. Yeah. So, but it was dope because it was just a memory because they, in West Palm, downtown West Palm Beach, where our school is, they have, like, this really upscale Aston Martin dealership. Oh, really? But they had this, like, all glass you know ceiling to floor like showroom that like mm-hmm. when you're downtown it's just like a very no memorable or like notable thing down yeah. there because you just see all the aston martins in there and the school got them to like clear out all the cars and we did our formal and the show like inside yeah. the dealership Whoa. so it was just sick because it was like 
you know, just like in an Aston Martin dealership. Yeah. We had a stage set up and there's probably like 800 people there and people was all singing the, the song and shit. So it was just like, that was like a, a moment for me where I was like, oh a dope shit. Show yeah. Like this, okay. We can, we can, we can probably make something happen. Yeah. Um, and then the label, that was, I think what really convinced them to like, okay, this kid is serious. Yeah. Like, all right, he's got something going. And that was without them, you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. You're doing that on your own. Yeah. And then they gave you, uh, they they leased out a house, right? And they, yeah. They so like, yeah, they they basically, budget. yeah, they pulled up on me. Like I had a little valet parking job at the time, and they like yep. pulled up and were just like, yo, you know, we want to have a meeting with you, all this shit, da da da. So you know, they yeah, they 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 copped a house. Um, they put me in the house. They put my cousin in the house. Mm-hmm. Um one of the dudes from the label stayed in the house and then the master bedroom was like the studio yep. so they built it all out soundproofed out you know that it was like a, a walk-in closet they put mm-hmm. the mic and everything and and then we just started rocking just working yeah that's like, where you recorded miami 15 yeah yeah i was just there you know every that was pretty much my schedule every day i would just wake mm-hmm. up hit the pool and then just <laughs> go into life. the studio and just record all day like into the night and you know i started getting more popular in the area too so like artists would come pull up yeah you know people from my college cause i just got out of school so people from my college would just come pull up to the house Say and hi, just be there up? yeah while yeah. you know roll up making music so it was a cool vibe it was it was it was dope for me just to be like to me it was all new like i yeah. just was like you know i had no idea what being an artist was about so it was a great learning experience yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah good and bad yeah yeah for sure and then you grew out of it and then that's when you decided to come back home yeah things got to a point where it was just like i kind of wanted full, more control and i just realized i was bringing so much to the table that i felt like you know i could i could if i could find the right resources i could make it happen mm-hmm. with like just not having to like be attached or like have somebody else tell me how it was going to happen um and so yeah i just kind of like bailed on the on the situation um i kind of just you know told them like yo you know i'm I'm gonna go you know back home for a little bit mm-hmm. you know we're gonna regroup you know boom and then we'll come back and we'll get shit going and i just like packed my shit and just like left how could you terminate the papers like what was the process oh uh, once i got back up home i mean i had um you know a lawyer helped me with it yeah. but um it wasn't too bad because of the fact that there was a lot of things they owed me in the contract mm-hmm. and I was willing to be like, yo, I don't want, you yeah, know, yeah. any of that. I just want to be like done done, and, you know, and just Part break ties yeah. and everything. Just be, you know, I could do my thing and whatever. And so once they kind of like looked at it, I had a lot of ground to stand on to be like, if you don't want to do that, then cool. Then I'll take X, Y, Z, the yeah. things, you know what I mean? So um, they were they were cool with just, you know you know breaking it off and and everything just being cool but then i was back in connecticut so that's why that was like probably the roughest point you know of everything because it was like yeah it was like the worst because it was just like people in connecticut thought i was signed to a record label living the life in florida and then it was like now i'm back in connecticut with just like nothing you know what i mean and it was winter when i moved back so it was like the year we just got like a crazy blizzard and i was just like you know just doing a lot of like oh man i gotta like you know, when you just hit that point where you're just like, fuck, I got to like, I got to figure this out. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was just a lot of game planning for the first like six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Just like trying to just get my shit together on a personal level, but then also the figure out. Too. Yeah, because I knew I wanted to at that phase. I was like, I knew I wanted to be able to like do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm but something that made money to fund being able to do my music you know yeah. what i mean um and so obviously video i was already doing video for artists in florida too to make some side money 
So I was just like, you know, I had people in Connecticut that, you know, I was like, I'm pretty sure I could, you know, make some shit happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of my goal was like, cause with, you know, I just wanted to own my own shit so I could have the flexibility to, to do and You're move. Yeah. And just move around how, how I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that was just like, yeah, it was just like figuring it out. Like, all right, I got to borrow a camera from this, you know, and just start shooting videos and just kind of hit the ground running with it, you know? What equipment did you start out with? Uh, the first camera, the first like initial thing i got uh, i think uh i bought a canon 5d mark three and mm-hmm. i bought a uh imac and that was like my starter package Do you still have this nah no nah, yeah the imac i have <laughs> the canon i actually sold to a kid that works for me now um marquise he's a, he, he worked um so all together in the building i believe there's like 15 people awesome. yeah so i have a business partner mm-hmm. you know and, and he um handles the app and the and yep. the and the web and that that and end that's of it. donation yeah yeah and so i'm a, uh um it's a you know it's donation and then we have a media company where we do like a lot of corporate videos and stuff that like that um so no collatidope is actually my production company okay. um and uh and that's more just like straight music videos and stuff that you know I direct. Yep. The Go Nation is you know it's it's an app, but it's also uh, has a media side to it. Okay. Um. So we do like restaurant commercials, corporate videos, stuff like that. I didn't want to really like mix them. I just yeah. you know it's it's. So what does the app do? So it's a it's a real time local discovery app. Okay. So basically, wherever you're at, you know in wherever um if you don't know the area or even if you do know the area it's just something where it's, it's real-time information from all the businesses mm-hmm. in the area so you can see you know happy hours where there's live music where they have food specials where there might be clothing on sale um all things like that and it's not like a static website it's an actual app that just like refreshes every yeah. second basically and it's just constantly grabbing information and and showing you kind of what's going on awesome. you know in your area so it's cool if you're you know you're on business and you're visiting somewhere mm-hmm. you don't know you know what's going on or town yeah or you're just even if you're in connecticut and you're like yo i want to know where to get a good sushi roll or some shit you know what i mean or a good sandwich like you know it has like reviews and it has like things where people can like take pictures and that's awesome yeah so it's 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 dope man and it's it's just starting to like really you know take off uh the app release yet yeah it's on it's on android and and um and iphone and everything so you can you can download it yeah hell yeah yep it's just getting rocking we're getting um funded by the uh, by the state Oh, that's sweet, bro. As well as some other investors and stuff. So yeah, it's it's um it's 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 spent a lot of time in the back end, like mm-hmm. you know, getting it built because it's yeah. like you're building like a Facebook. You know what I mean? So exactly. it's like the complexity of it is like beyond even my. That's why you have your other guy. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chaz is the guy. Chaz, um, okay. yeah, and so he's my my business partner with that, and so he handles that. Mm-hmm. You know that side of it. So sweet. I'm actually going for computer science and cybersecurity. Oh, school, sick. So. Yeah, you should come by the office. It's in Milford. Really? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah you should come pull up. Because th- oh, yeah. that shit's so interesting to me. How we, we have developers that are in France, that are in Colorado, that are, are in... nice at coding, bro. I don't even know how. Like Them dudes, when I go by their screens, I'm like, mm, shit look like the Matrix. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, you know, I do videos. <laughs> Damn, bro. So talk about how hectic the behind the scenes are for these video shoots. <sighs> Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, you know, it's just you just never know, you know, what you're getting into. Um, you know, you just never know. So yeah. obviously initially thing things are always hectic when it comes to video shoots. It's just like the bigger 
the shoots get Mm -hmm. it's still just as hectic but now it's like there's just more on the line because you're like dealing with a bigger budget you're dealing with more people watching you you know when it was just me and an artist if the model didn't show up it was kind of like all right let's figure this out or like oh the cops kicked us out of here all right let's just go here you know what i mean but when you have you know the last shoot we just did um in la with disney was like we had 20 extras we had Disney staff there. We had yeah. the artist management there. We had, you know, people from the people that people that we pulled the permits with, like they were there making sure we were like, so, you know, it's just like you have a lot, a lot. just going on. So when something goes wrong, it's just like heightened because it's like, oh, shit, all these people are watching. Like, like you know what, what I mean? To do? Yeah. You know, you just got to keep it together. But it just be crazy. Like even, um... I, t- I was telling this story uh, to somebody, but the uh, annoyed shoot we did yeah. uh, for Blame It On Jay-Z, we were trying to find, like, a sewer setting, mm-hmm. um, like, an underground, like, sewer, like, some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles type shit, you know what I mean? Like, smoke coming from the grates type shit, and I couldn't, we couldn't find anything for the life of us, and, like, um, we found this spot underneath the Sikorsky Bridge in, in um, yeah. Stratford. And if you go underneath the bridge where the workers go, there's like outlets up there, mm-hmm. but it just looks like that. It looks exactly like an underground like sewer. You know yeah. what I mean? And so we like we're like, all right, bet. So we go there in the morning. We set up lights, a fog machine. We're like, mm-hmm. you know, we're just doing our regular our whole shit. And um, and um, annoy. I'm, I'm texting annoy that like, he's like, all right, yo, I'm, you know, I'm about to pull up. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. So he parks. And then he's like, yo, uh, I see, like, some cops walking around over there, like, by where you're, where you're telling me to go. He's like, should I go over there? And I'm like, I'm like oh, I don't. So we're, like, up in this thing, and I peek over, and I see this, like, cops, like, yeah. you know, walking, like, on their walk. He's like, sure, I don't know. I don't see anybody. So I'm like, it was me and Ray. And, and like, we're up there. We're like, oh, fuck. So we're like, all right, maybe they'll just, you know, they'll walk away. And he's like, yo, I just seen more cops go over there. So I was like, oh, damn. So all of a sudden, we, like, we're hearing them, like, like trying to get up to like where we're at so we yeah. know they're like coming up there so we're like oh man yeah, for you you know that yeah yeah so now i'm like uh so in my head i'm like all right you know we're probably trespassing or something which we get all the time you know it's like a hundred dollar ticket cool so they like the first cop he like gets up there and like i'm like acting like i'm like you know doing a light or like i was just trying to act like busy yeah and and he uh he like comes around the corner and he's like hey i was like oh hey what's going on he's like well, what are you guys doing up here and i'm like Oh, and he's like walking closer as he's saying it, and like as he's getting closer, he's like, you know, I'm like, yeah, we're doing it, and he just grabs, he throws me down on the ground, you know, like starts oh, cuffing me. Yeah, yeah, I was like, and he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing up here? Like, this is blah blah blah. He just starts going off in this whole thing. He's like, starts searching all the gear, you know, like yeah. has us both on the me and Ray probably on the ground for like 45 minutes, cuffed, like <laughs> in like the mud and shit. I'm like, oh man. So then, you know, as they start breaking it down for me, so what happened was, I guess there was a guy. To get to this area, you take like a walking trail and then you just yeah. like kind of veer off and you go up under the bridge. So I guess there was a guy that was walking on the trail. He called the cops and we're like, yo, we just seen two guys go up in the bridge with these long black bags. They had hoodies on like, yeah. you know, we see smoke coming out from the thing because we had a fog machine. Yeah. And so, you know, it's right next to a government building. Sikorsky, you know, yeah, they make yeah. helicopters for the government. So they were just they like were they were thinking the most you know like they're thinking like cameras bombs like what the fuck are they doing up there like so they came in like guns blazing you know what i mean like they actually it was funny because once they did they made a call to homeland security and they were like yo they they, they we didn't have to they, they were going to come there and like 
grab us up and like take us somewhere else to interview us. Yeah, not just the cops. So I was like, yeah. So the cops came once they figured out obviously what was going on, you know. But I know it stayed in the car. Yeah. <laughs> and he, so, but you know, it sucked because we had to shut the whole shit down. We had to break everything down. We didn't get the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get arrested though, right? Nah, they took pictures of us. They did background checks on us, like right there on the spot. Yeah, and uh, they ended up giving us like just tickets or whatever, and then um, was it they let it. Yeah, they gave us trespass, which was ironic because there was actually no no trespassing signs there. Yeah. So I was like, yo, there's not even. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just. I'm not, I'm not gonna say. Anything. <laughs> yeah. we don't want to escalate it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So um, but yeah, it was that was that was just like, but yeah, it's just shit. You know, you see the video at the end, and it's like. It looks dope, but yeah. you don't you just don't see that you know the artist showing up late or somebody not showing up or the location isn't available or the you know it's just like there's just stuff that just happens. I tell Ray all the time. The first thing I'm like, all right, just be ready for like everything to go wrong. Mm-hmm. So when something goes right, it's dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like usually, just mad shit goes awry just for whatever reason. It's just like the nature of film. Oh, I can so only imagine it's just kind of something I'm used directed. to at this point. Yeah. And you're just constantly going with the flow. It's like you know, yeah, you just have to be able to be like, okay, cool, that's not happening. All right, we're gonna do this. You know what I mean? Because it's Plan it, B. yeah, it's just like you're you're relying even when you're paying people, you're just relying on so many other elements to come together that you just yeah. like. And there's just shit that happens. Like we've had you know the lead actress get sick and she just can't mm-hmm. film, but it's like. Yo, like we have twenty people on set. This shit is costing us ten grand for the day. Like. I know you're sick, but come on, damn, you know what I mean? So there's just, you just never know. Like, and then, you know, you might have a, a perfectly good day planned out and then the artist shows up four hours late and now you have to reevaluate and like come, everything. come up with a whole new, something we've had, I've had to come up with a whole concept like on set that day. Like I've been planning out this concept for months, had the treatment and now I just have to come up with something right now. Cause it's just like the artist is late, this didn't work. And then it's, you know, so and it's crazy, man. To be able to do that. Yeah, they don't care. They're just like, yo, we still want a dope video. And it's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> give me 10. Like, yeah. let's roll up and I'm gonna figure this out. But um, yeah, it's just, it'd be crazy, man. Crazy shit. No matter what level, you know, you would, in my head, I'm like, oh, now nah, once I get start working with bigger artists, like, it's gonna be, nah, it just gets crazier. Because their schedules are more hectic than the others. Well, yeah, and they just want they're 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 more now where it's just like, all right, cool, fly to fly to you know, fly to Canada. We want to shoot the video in two days. Here's yep. the money, boom. And then it's just like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then you just got to start, you know. Your mind has to start going. Yeah, you just got to start making shit happen. So yeah, it gets it gets crazy, man. But it's fun. That's that's the best part about it to me. Yeah. Like that's why I'm I'm made for that because I I enjoy it. <laughs> it's an adventure. Right? Yeah, as crazy as it is, like ah, that's what I want to do. So mm-hmm. it's just fun for me. That's dope, bro. And then you started rebranding your music. So how long was the hiatus? Um, like, I was always making music mm-hmm. and putting it out here and there, but you know, it wasn't. I wasn't really taking it serious. But um, I'd say from like 2013 to 16 mm-hmm. was kind of like I was pretty quiet. I was this point too. I had like, I was just going through a whole life, you know, like mm-hmm. just my mental that drive from like florida to connecticut was like a big drive for me because i was just like yeah and like it was just you know i'm just like the whole time just like what the fuck am i gonna do you know what i mean and 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 i you know and through that time too was like kind of when i started taking the time to like go back in it you know and like listen to like nas and snoop dogg and dr dre and eminem and like and like yeah and just like you know just kind of like get into hip-hop more as a whole like what it was really about 
and um and that was kind of too where my music started taking a turn where it was less about the partying and like i was really trying to like get better at rapping and like talk about you know just more different types of topics and just do different things so it was like an experimental phase for for that while because i was just making a lot of songs not necessarily with the intention to like put them out but just to like try different stuff you know expand on your craft yeah just to get better and just to learn more about you know like i as i started moving more like i started getting into rooms with people where i was like damn i feel like an idiot like i I should know this stuff you know what i mean and so it just like and then it just started interesting me more as i was like i was like wow this is like really what the hip-hop like culture and the music and just everything is about like you you know i just started learning more so yeah it was cool it was good and i'm still doing that to this day because i'm like behind the curve you know but um that phase specifically i was like because i was working a job Mm -hmm. so i just had headphones in all day i would just pick albums and just let it play through yeah just rock you know what i mean just let them play all over and over and over and then i kind of you know just kind of developed my you know style yeah. yeah i like that can you give some memories from the far away video and the like that video both i think 2016 or was it yeah yeah that was like far away was like my first like coming back out type yep. shit um far away video was fun as hell man my boys have this like crazy ass um like where was that that was in glastonbury really yeah they have this like crazy ass boat that they built Mm -hmm. and like i had been on it for like two three years you know before that video because i just go on and film and like just just go on it because it was crazy to me like it was like a a club on the on the river and then i was like bro you guys gotta let me do my video like on that boat and of course like hell yeah so that was just like a crazy ass like fun day with all your friends yeah because it was like we just squatted up had mad coolers mad alcohol just went on the boat played the song and like that like too kind of like started my initial like fan base in connecticut Mm because that was when people really were like oh wow like a lot of people knew i did videos but they didn't know i did music so that was like my first time oh this is dope um so it was just fun and like that was a lot of different days because i just i had a plan for it but i didn't really know so we were just setting shit up we crashed a drone twice filming that video yeah but we got the footage so it was like uh, ah nah on land like in somebody's yard like it was yeah a mess yeah yeah, yeah. but we we just like compiled it all together into like this frankenstein of a video so it like worked out um like that was a lot easier like that was just we actually did that all in my office we set up the whole set and everything we built it in my office squires shot that um yeah 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 so uh yeah he came in he's mad he came off tour so he was mad dead when he he was trying to nap and shit i'm like yo get fucking get your ass together man we gotta we gotta shoot this shit yeah so that one was pretty chill like there wasn't anything too crazy with that one um that song is just dope because that's like the song we always do last on tour and it just goes off like just crazy. People fuck with that. Yeah, it just like always goes crazy. That's usually the song I like crowd surf to and shit. Oh, um, I bet that's fun. Yeah. 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 Worrisome, I guess, but fun. Yeah. <laughs> Once you land, you're like, oh, okay. Whew. But when you're up in the air, yeah, you just like, never okay, know. Let's see. It's funny. The first couple of times I did, I went in forward because I was like, nah, I'm not going to just like fall <laughs> yeah. on my back. God forbid. So I just would always land forward like and then people would like flip me over. <laughs> You're like looking at them like, hey, how's it yeah, going? Yeah, yo, what up? <laughs> Thanks uh, for listening to my music. Yeah, yeah, good looks, good looks, good looks. Uh, and then I, I started jumping in with chains and stuff, and I would just be giving it to people as they were like. <laughs> so it was funny. It was good, though. That's awesome. And then you had a couple of remix videos. There was 4AM, Fake Love, and What They Want. Which one was your favorite? Um, 
I gotta stop saying that too. Some girl told me to say, "Yo, you always say um before <laughs> you answer a question." I would say what they want. Probably Where was that? that was on in Bridgeport uh, okay. at the Bluefish. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was cool. My my boy, he did all of the, uh, he runs all the maintenance there, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Yo, do you think we could get like on the field to do something?" He was like, "Yeah." He just let me in one Saturday. They were playing the song like over the speakers in the stadium. Oh, so, so it was just dope. We were just all hanging out for the day. Yeah. Okay. You um, yeah, they're like the New Haven Ravens, you know, from back in the day. Um, but I, I believe they're gonna tear it down. Really? Yeah. So it was just sick to like get a video there. Yeah, it's always gonna be solidified in your career. Now. Yeah, yeah. It was just cool, you know what I mean? Just to like nobody ever did it. Even that was from like 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 I was born in Bridgeport and my mother worked in Bridgeport for the city and stuff. So I was always in Bridgeport, but like yeah. I wouldn't consider myself like you know born and raised yeah. from Bridgeport. So, but it was just cool because it was like I had an artist that was like really really from Bridgeport come with me for the day and he he's on the song. Um, so it was just it was just a fun day, like, cause it was just cool, just like be there, and it just came and out it's sick. Just you guys, yeah, yeah, it was just like dope. Like nobody else gets to do this, so I always like doing shit like that. That's sweet, bro. So we're talking going into moving pictures and shoot to kill. You talked about how moving pictures was more with the people that you directed for, and then shoot to kill was for rook yourself. So yeah, yeah. I think you know, as an artist, you know, for me, it was like all right. What what can I bring to the game that's different or like you know that's the first thing you always gotta ask yourself like all right what am I doing that nobody else is doing or what am, what's my angle no yeah. pun intended you know what I mean so like how am I gonna you know so I always wanted you know for me I'm like all right if I could be a dope director and an artist nobody's really you know in that lane yeah. I think that would be cool for me so with with like I just I wanted to have a project where it was like all these people that I'm working with shooting videos, you know, I just hit them up for a verse and, and yeah. put that kind of all together because it's, it's natural. It, it wasn't like I'm like f- reaching, like I can just easily hit them and just be like, Hey, yo, yeah. you know, do a verse. They already like my music. So, um, it just kind of all seemed to make sense. And so, so moving pictures was kind of like a play on words where it's like pictures that are moving are obviously film, you know yeah. what I mean? And then moving pictures, like how you would say, like, I'm moving. Dope. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it was, like, the hustle of it. So I just thought it was a cool concept to, like, put it together and it just kind of helped my brand, like, people to understand kind of what I do a little mm-hmm. bit more. Um, and then um, Shoot to Kill was kind of more, like, just locking in with one producer and that just making music. Yeah. yeah, no features. I did one feature, my boy M. Easy from, from Jersey. But that was on the second to last song, right? Yeah, yeah, in and out Um... But uh, yeah, that one was more just like me being able to just like go in. We did that whole project in like probably a week or two weeks, maybe. Cool. We just would like lock in. He would make the beat. I'd be right there. I'd make the song, you know, boom. And it's like, all right, cool. Do you like that Next better? One. Where you sit down and the producer makes the beat in front of you? Yeah, yeah. He was like, I want to say I maybe done that once or twice, but like he was the first producer that was like, nah, this is how I want to do it. And I'm like, all right, because I'm not a producer, so I don't really know. Yeah. You know, but I know melodies and stuff, so it actually, there was a couple of times where I'd be like, oh, nah, use this, or like, nah, I think that's dope, and then it turned out to be something cool, so yeah. it was cool to, like, you know, kind of go through, you know, do that, and now that's, like, yeah, how I prefer to work, because getting beats is always hard, because it's just, you just never know the situation with the producer, you can't really adjust anything, so it's cool for them just to, like, cook it up right there. And it's like, you're working together, it's more of a creative process. Yeah, and the way I work, I record, I don't necessarily, like, sit down and listen to the beat over and over again and, like, write, you know, write it out. For me, if, like, while he's making the beat, once he kind of settles in on what it's starting to sound like, I'm already starting to, like, 
come up with like you know a hook idea or so by the time he kind of has the beat like finished i already have like the hook kind of something ready to like all right cool and then i can just like start recording i like to just like make it like right there in the moment you know just like what, what whatever the vibe is there like yeah just just make the song and then if i gotta come back and add a verse like that's kind of i'm like notorious for like not finishing it like yeah. i'll like add a hook and a verse and then just leave it yeah or like you know add a verse or you know but i can always like kind of tap back into that mm-hmm. vibe at least it's the most important part is like all right where was i at mm-hmm. you know and trying to get that energy back I, that was always i could get thing. i could get back into it but like i definitely need to hear like that's why i always try to at least lay something down immediately so like i can you know if no, i hear no. what i was doing yeah then i can like pick it back up interesting so can you talk about the evolution from moving pictures to shoot to kill what changed and what did you learn um i would say i think i think just just natural you know growth of just like working with a different producer working on music i I think too you know still just coming into my own style you know of like what do i want my music to sound like Mm -hmm. what type of what i want to talk about like i think just naturally you know just just that kind of progressing to um just different experiences different things just so i mean i would say the biggest thing i learned though is definitely how to work with a producer like in the studio with like a producer that actually makes the you know makes it right there that was the you know my biggest like learning experience with that because that showed me like all right cool yeah i think this is the way i would want to make music um i think that was the biggest thing yeah um i I mean uh, style wise it was just you you kind of hear it's more melodic it's more you know that's that's more like my kind of bread and butter so you got more into your pocket your niche yeah 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 it just kind of helped me yeah find my pocket a little bit more i think that was the biggest thing i like that um, so we're talking about this, the video shoot rituals in an ideal situation where you get time to prepare, what would never. your routine be? Never, right? We never get ideal, Ray. <laughs> he said an ideal situation. I was like, well, let me stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I mean, yeah, ideally, it's tough to say, but uh, I would say like the process begins, it's different, right? So when we're working directly with an artist that maybe just like doesn't have a budget or it's just like a you know a local artist that we that we fuck with that we want to work with it's a lot simpler you know it's kind of like all right what's the vibe of the record do you have any ideas all right no all right cool i'm gonna come up with some ideas and then from there you know it's kind of like we just go through our resources and figure out like all right what can we kind of maneuver and make happen for the you know within the bounds of you know what we're doing um and and then you know it's just more about like all right this is the treatment we set it you know we set up the dates to shoot and we kind of go from there mm-hmm. when it's like more work like through the labels or like uh, you know a pr company or something like that then it, it it gets a little more complex because you know they'll be like hey you know this is the artist this is the song this is the budget submit us a treatment and then like you know i'll come up with something i'll submit the treatment and then if they like the treatment you know now it's basically on us you know me and my producer to like make it all happen so now it's like yeah now we got to find a leopard and we have to find a house that you know we got to find a cart you know a red carpet we got to find a convertible you know and so he runs around and starts handling he knows what i'm looking for or he'll constantly ask me yo what do you think about this girl what do you think about this car you know like and i'll give him like you know that yes and, or no, like, yeah and then i'm basically working on like you know because on these bigger shoots you know i don't shoot 
you know, I just, I, we hire a whole crew. And so, and they, and I just direct, they bring out all the gear. Mm-hmm. I tell them like, all right, this is what we're going to need, you know, cause I know everything that we need, but it's impossible for me to do it. So, yeah. you know, we got a, you know, we got a lighting guy, a DP, a grip, you know, uh, art director, you know, we, we bring on all these people and we kind of just will manage the team at that point. Yeah. But it just gets complex with scheduling because you got to schedule the artist. You got to, like I said, you know, the label's got to know and approve of everything that's going on. So yeah. from there, it just becomes kind of mayhem until, you know, until it gets done. Product. Yeah. So it gets it gets it gets hectic, you know. But it's 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 like I said, it's it's just the fun of it, you know, yeah, because you know really you're working towards making something super dope. That's gonna, Timeless. yeah, and that's gonna get it inspires me too when I know like with the say video I was showing you, like I know there's energy there, like I know people want to see it. So that's what oh, yeah. like I edited that video in like two days a day. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I want like I want it to get put out. I want I've people to waiting, see it. Bro. I saw yeah. that you guys have the shoot, and I was like, all right, come on. Yeah, yeah. Go. So that's the projects I like doing. Like you know, it's it's. Once you, um, the, the further you get like in your craft and, and like what you do, like you only want to work on things that you're like full energy is towards. Cause what I, what you start to realize is like, that's really more important than like making money or doing anything is like when I put a video out, it's way more important that like anybody who sees it is like, yo, who the hell shot this shit? Yeah. Like this shit is fire. You know what I mean? Like that's the most important part because that's, what's going to get you people reaching out to you and wanting to work with you especially as you start getting into bigger artists you know now other labels and other artists are seeing it and so it's like it's way more important to like make the dopest possible shit you know um and so that's i really only want to work on projects where it's like my full attention and energy is like put into it not half ass yeah because it's just like tough because then it's just like it just becomes a a burden almost to work on it even if you're making money it's like it doesn't matter at least for me Mm -hmm. i'm at the point where it's like the money is cool, but it's like, you know, I want to like put you out something. Care about it. Yeah, yeah. I want to put out something where the, the full energy is there from you and from me, you know? Your project is the baby. It's your baby. It's like yeah. You work on, like, and now, granted, we might be, I might be working on three at once, but like, yeah. you know, it's just. It's still full attention when you get to that point. All right, I'm editing this video. Let me put my. Right, right. And that's why I don't hold projects. Like, that was kind of one of the things that actually like got me into the industry was like, if I shoot something, you're going to get it in like a week yeah tops like sometimes i've sent people something like the next day and they're like what the fuck yeah <laughs> like but it just it just you know it makes a note in their head like oh okay cool because artists want our artists are the same way i'm an artist you know mm-hmm. so i get it like you want it when you like, shoot it you want to put it out like you you know you don't want to rush it by any means but you want to put it out you don't want to wait three months you know what i mean for your yeah. video to come out your fans kind of like almost forgot about it so you want to put it out when it's like it's still right yeah um so yeah interesting so talk about touring with webby what was your favorite memory so far um it was funny we i just was with webby yesterday we were eating at a diner we were just we were just talking about this um i think uh pittsburgh was probably like if you talk to anybody on the tour that was like we have like we all talk about it a lot because there's so many shows but like there's like a top like three or four but like pittsburgh was like epic because we caught a flat on the way to the show, mm-hmm. and Webby, we were all sitting around like, yeah, so what are we going to do? And, like, Webby just started trucking it, and he walked, like, two miles to, like, this gas station and, like, filled up a gas tank yeah. and walked back and, like, filled us up with gas to, like, get, you know, get us to where we needed to go. Oh, no, we didn't catch a flat. My bad. We ran out of gas. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and so, and so um, 
he uh yeah he filled us up with gas we didn't have the right thing to get the gas thing in the it was just like it was a whole thing so it ended up making us late super late for the show we didn't get to sound check none of us got to go to the hotel and shower and change yeah. so we're like been in this van gross. yeah we've been in this van for like you know eight ten hours driving and now it's like we pulled up to the venue and we just see this like crazy line mm-hmm. So we usually pull up when nobody's there. So now we're like, we're excited because like, oh shit, it's mad people. But now we have to like, like hop out of the van and like we're gra- you know we're trying to grab our suitcases out of the trailer and like grab our clothes and like all the fans are just like they're like, oh my god, what up, yo? And trying yeah. to talk to us and shit. We're like, oh what up? Like we, we I'm like, oh, I smell like I, you know, and and that night like there was no openers usually on the tour it'll be like a couple people from that city mm-hmm. and then i'll go on then annoyed and then web or who, sometimes there'll be somebody else riding with us uh, armin or whatever or, or lo-fi and then um brody fresh one yeah, brody was there. yeah so so, so the, you know that night it was nobody it was just me annoyed and web and like so you had no time to prepare y- yeah it was on. no sound check it was no nothing and it was just like we went up there we changed and then like i can always tell like um you know my dj goes out first mm-hmm. and he's the host of the tour so I'm like backstage and I can always tell what type of show it's going to be by like the first couple things he says. And, you know, when he gets the reaction and he said the first year, I forget, you know, well, yeah, y'all ready for the raw thoughts? And it was like, <sighs> like, I was like, oh, damn, like, OK. And that's what starts to like bring your life. And then we just like murdered the show. Like yeah. best performance, you think? I don't know if it was my best performance, but it was just like the vibe, uh, how the day went and then going to the show and them giving us all that energy of them like singing the words and just like being lit the whole time. And there was no like, like you said, there was no runway into it. It was just like, yeah. boom, I came right out and we just started going. So it was just, yeah, it was just crazy. Like that show will forever, like if you talk to anybody from the tour, that show was just like solidified. The way it happened, yeah, it was just like, damn. But then there was definitely like a few other like, there was a lot of fire shows, but mm. that one specifically was like a big, a big one for everybody. As you started going along the tours, did the people start recognizing you more and more? Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It was funny. One of the shows, I forgot which one it was. I want to say it was Maine, which is like the end of the first run. Mm-hmm. Some kid came up to me and he was like, yo, what songs are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I thought he thought I was Webby. Yeah. That happened to me a few times where people thought I was Webby because I, you know, I'll have like my raw thoughts out with a hood and just yeah. be like low before the, you know, like as we're like trying to find the groom. So I'm like, I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Like, and he was like, you know, are you doing chilling? Like, are you doing da da? And I was, he started saying my songs. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, 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 I'm doing these. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, what, what songs you want me to do? And he was like, oh, dude, you got to do, you know, whatever. So I'm like, ah, right, yeah, got you. So we threw it in the set. And um and like that started happening, I was like, oh okay, dope. And then probably a great feeling. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And then yeah, like as the run started getting, you know, going more, like yeah, people would like be asking for me at the meet and greets, like, mm-hmm. and a couple fans came to me with like clothing that they made with my name on it. So I'm like, oh shit, dope. Webby's fans are fire, you know, like they're I very bet. just like supportive and like they're just like if you say put your hands up, they'll put their hands up, you know, like that type of crowd. Good so energy. Yeah, and they're just, like, hype. Like, if you go to a Webby show, you don't see no phones out. You don't see nothing. Like, they're watching the stage, singing the words. So it, it was cool as they started to, like, you know, embrace me. Because me and Webb are, like, totally different style-wise, yeah. taste-wise, what we like, you know, what our, what type of music we're into. Like, he'll, he'll, like, hate Drake. Like, I love Drake. You know yeah. what I mean? So 
I was always worried, like, I don't know if his fans are, you know. Gonna accept Yeah, because I'm, like, on the auto-tune. You know, I can rap my ass off, but yeah. I'm I'm more like to do the melodic shit, too. Not, like, annoyed and web where they're just sitting there spitting. Yeah, and so it's just, like, I could do that, but, like, it's not necessarily, like, my preference, you know, for, for my music. Um, So to see them, like, embrace me and stuff, it was cool, you know. Like, I think having me on the tour, it gave them, like, another element of the show where, like, yep. we bring, like, more of the party vibes you know stuff for the girls yeah it's just like a real like fun because you're still getting good music and i'm rapping it's not like i'm on some mumble shit but yeah. so you're kind of getting a nice you know you know a nice entrance to the to the show we bring like a real fun we thought beach balls water guns yeah. you know we're doing all type of stuff so it's fun now let's go into memories from videos that you shot we're gonna start out with bada bing's theme with smoke dizza bada bing's theme that was fun. He, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I gotta go in for that. He came. We got smoked to come to Connecticut, which was a miracle in and of itself, right? Like he's from Harlem, and he's just like, he's very just. He's just very like, go with the flow type of dude. So, and that's like my boy, one of the first people that ever started fucking with me. But even to this day, if I'm like, yo, can you um, you know, be here on Tuesday? Like, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, you know, like I have to send Ray to like Ray, go pick him up. Have some bud and like, you know, go get him. So we got him to come to Connecticut, you know, for the shoot, which was like when he pulled up, I was like, holy shit. Um, So it was fun. We went around Connecticut for the day. We had it. I had it all lined up. We got to this one part where like, um, if you see in the video, he like walks from this corner store into like a lounge basically. Mm -hmm. And like, I always liked that in like mobster movies and stuff where they go right from the business, like right into the little back lounge. But like (laughs) there wasn't. It was a, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a, a corner store and a lounge next to each other, but there was a wall. So I was like, yo, we need to like, we need to like put a hole in this wall. Cause like, I want him to walk through this shit. So like, yo, they were like, yo, there used to be a door here, but like, you know, it's all sheet rocked over. Yeah. So like, if you give me 200 bucks, I'll just demo this whole shit and build it, you know, put a doorway right now. I'm like, done. So this like yeah, game the two hundred and this dude just started going to town like Damn. tearing the wall. He put a you know he he tore out the sheetrock so there was already an existing doorway so there was a doorway, yeah. and then he just tore all the sheetrock out and we just shot. So Perfect, <laughs> it was sick. Yeah, the shit people would do for you too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey man, come on, we can make this happen. You know, so it was fun. That was a fun day though. Shout out to Smoke. Next one we got Chris Webby with both Ross Thoughts and Ross Thoughts too uh raw thoughts was funny stick up was i think the first thing i did for webby but raw thoughts we had no idea that was gonna end up you know well he knew it was gonna be big but um he was like yo i made this song it's a little crazy i'm kind (laughs) of going at everybody but like this was right around the time excuse me he recorded it and he sent it to me and like two days later eminem came out with that freestyle about trump yeah the one where he it was like no beat or anything yeah he's like in the parking garage yeah yeah so he's like fuck like you know because he didn't put his shit out yet so he's like damn i wonder if that's the direction he's going like with the album like he's like we got to get this shit out like now and so i'm like all right what do you want to do and so he's like oh can we shoot it tomorrow so i'm like i guess yeah (laughs) so we like we you know we just started being ready to start putting shit together and we shot it we had we were in this warehouse, but like I wanted lighting. This was like one of my first like I knew it was gonna be a big video, so I'm like, yo, I don't want it to look like shit either. So I was yeah. like, you know, I want I want to get lighting and I want to get all this stuff. And so we had to like lug this like generator into this warehouse and like plug in the lights and mm-hmm. the smoke machine, and it was cold. And um, 
and but we did it i edited it and like you know a week or whatever and just bam and then that shit just went crazy yeah like people just started going nuts with that shit so that was fun man because that was just like it all happened so fast we shot it edited boom and just put it out and i like doing videos like that um and then it just went nuts after that did he have the second one planned out by then yeah i think by yeah by then it was you know he already knew kind of like all right i want to do another one and then that one was a little bit more you know we 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 had an idea we kind of had already the theme from raw thoughts once we kind of just kept in that same pocket um we shot part of it in um what was that in waterbury i think on the cliff or whatever yeah i forgot what that spot is called um holy land yeah yeah we shot it there i think uh, there's a couple other people that did videos there too um but um but yeah it just fit with the with the theme of it that was dope and then how about 2001 that was epic that was probably like like probably like our favorite at least mine probably my favorite one um yeah it was him and annoyed when he showed me the song before annoyed got on it he played it for me like months before it ever came out and i was like yo i was like i want to do that one like that one is fire so he's like yeah i was like yo it's fire and so like he he hit me he's like yo a couple other people said that 2001 like yes bro please so he sent me with it he sent me the song with annoyed on and i was like yo this is crazy yeah yeah i was just like yo he went crazy and um so i i was just like you know we just started coming up with ideas and like you know it's it's basically like in the beginning he's picking up like the five elements of hip-hop Okay. So he picks up like some some b-boys, he picks up graffiti artists, he picks up some rappers, you know, he goes through the whole, um, you know, we want to like include that in there. And then they basically all crash this like, this like stuck up house party that was kind of like, the you know, it's like what you think of oh, when you think of party. Connecticut. Yeah. Like, so we were kind of, you know, and it tells his story a little in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, about him being in the private school and all that. So um, that video, I mean, it came out fire that video was more so impactful to us because it was um a lot of like a lot of people from connecticut came together in that video and that was like the biggest thing for us was like there was people from hartford and like and like bridgeport and everywhere but like also a lot of people i felt like knew webby and annoyed but like they didn't get to like really like chill with them and vibe with them and see that they were like you know regular people people just knew chris webby and they're like ah maybe they liked his music maybe they didn't they didn't really know much about him they knew he was big but like you know so this was like a chance because my boy my dj dave um zombie he's part of a party Party gods Gods, yeah and so they're like really big in like the underground just like party scene yeah 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 been killing it too for like years um so i knew i wanted to like make that connection because it was like all the party kids the underground kids and then like the industry of connecticut you know webby annoyed pace like all those people were there dj santo and it just like all became this like and the vibe at the house was just like something that like you couldn't explain yeah it was just like people were just smoking dancing listening to music we were shooting this big video in connecticut that like people don't usually do that you know because he put up a budget so we had the red we had a crew so it was just like people were just like whoa like this is shit yeah and it was just lit then the cops came in the middle yo you gotta figure we were in torrington connecticut right yeah. throwing this like we thought there was gonna be 50 people like 120 people showed up and dave was just like my bad you said you know so you wanted it lit. this neighborhood like we looked outside and it was just cars everywhere like you could tell you know i mean this isn't the yeah. type of neighborhood where that's going down so 
the cops they said they got called like right at like seven o'clock but they couldn't actually come do anything till 10 okay. when the noise ordinance happened yeah. so luckily we had already got through most of the video because i knew the cops were going to come yeah but at this point it was like a part you know like it was just like lit and the cops came and they were just like what the hell because they're seeing the lights and like they did a full search of the house like yeah because they just didn't believe what was going on and so i was just like look bro like we have one scene if you look at the ending where like the staircase scene where everybody's jumping around and shit i'm like we have this one scene that like i have to get for this video like i was like if you can just give me like 30 to 40 minutes like let me shoot this shit and i'll make sure everybody leaves and they were like all right they're like we're gonna wait outside and as long as everybody starts leaving like we're good so i'm like all right so ray gets on the fucking loudspeakers like look this is the deal pack on the stairs we're gonna get this shot and then you know we gotta be out and that's what we did and then it just it all worked out <laughs> that's so cool yeah like we wrapped and everybody went home but it was just like after that everybody just like i think saw a little glimpse of like oh wow there's like there's like a scene an industry yeah. here in connecticut like there's some shit happening that if it you definitely was a catalyst yeah like if you talk to snow snow's dancing in that video i heard about that yeah she's dancing in that video and that being on that set is like what inspired her to start doing music really? so it was like she she's always been a dope person creative in general so she had it in her i think just seeing that and like wow like yeah. she said that's what kind of made her be like i gotta start like I, I could do this you know and like so, cool. so it was cool just to like it was just a part of it yeah huh? it was just a cool energy that like started a whole wave of like you know just connecticut shit going connecticut on culture, led bro. to the tour eventually so it was just it was cool did dave end up coming on the tour with you guys yeah yeah, he hosted the whole tour he's my dj on tour oh, okay. and then he hosted the whole he, he got like three shows in and and like Dave is just like the type of person like he's just gonna have a bottle. He's yeah. just gonna be like talking to people and you know just Very just sociable. yeah, just like that's just how he is. So we did the first show and I'm like, yo, there's no like, there's nothing going on in between. It's like I go on, I get off. You know, there might be a DJ, there might just be house music, people are just chilling, and then like, you know, another artist, and then there's like a gap. So I'm like, like we need to like spice it up. Yeah. So like you know, me and Dave just started freestyling it like. He would go on and be like, all right, we need two people to come on stage. Like, and he would be like, we're going to ask you Webby trivia. And then he would like give him a like VIP thing or he would like he would do a chug thing or he would, you know, he would just like just do fun shit for the fans in between. He would just be talking and That's stuff. That's what you need. At, at and so then it became like a full, you know, tour. Like you're, you're kind of getting an experience the whole way through. There was no downtime. And then after that, you know, Webb was just like, yo, just you should just host the tour so then he just became like the host of the whole tour so, so it works right. because he's my dj and we set it off so it's like he goes on he says his little spiel mm -hmm. introduces the tour plays some music and then brings me out and then it's like then you're getting into you know you're getting into the tour so yeah. it was cool yeah so now he's just yeah he's been rocking with us ever since yeah that's so awesome <laughs> it's funny because he, he, he doesn't he like when he when i called him i knew i wanted to bring him on the tour i was just trying to figure out a way to finagle it because you don't have enough you know you're in a van you know so it's a lot of, seats are limited space, and like yeah. there's got to be a real reason for you to be there and so when Webb, Webb loves Dave from the 2001 video, that's where he met him. Yeah. And so he was just like, yo, it'd be sick to bring Dave on the tour. And I was like, just talking out of my ass. I was like, yeah, yeah, Dave could just DJ for me. Like, I need a DJ anyway. I was like, he could DJ for me, you know, da, da, da. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, tell him yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I hit Dave. I'm like, yo, I got you on the tour. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, but you got a DJ. He's like, I don't DJ. Like, 
I was like, oh, we got to find a laptop. We're going to like, here's my song. You have to learn this shit, man. And so he had like a couple months, but he figured it out That's and so just started cool. DJing. <laughs> so it worked out. That's awesome, man. So speaking about Annoyed, how about, uh, we talked about Blame It On, Z- on Jay-Z, but how yeah. about Bomb? Bomb was fun. Bomb, that was the first time I got to go to L.A. Really? Yeah, I'd never been to L.A. I had been dying to go. I just that didn't. was on tour? No, no, that was separate. Okay. Yeah, I just always, I always wanted to go, obviously, you know, and but I didn't want to go just to go. Like, I wanted to go with a purpose, like, yeah. have a gig a there. Reason. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, Noid, um, his, like, people hit me up. I was like, yo, we're trying, trying to knock this video out. He's going to go do um, L.A. Leakers. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we might as well shoot a video. We got some other shit lined up. And so we just like, we were there for like a week Mm -hmm. and we just like freestyled it basically. I just like, we just like bounced around. It was my first time seeing the textures and everything in Cali. So I was just like, you know, real inspired. Like, yeah, all right, cool. We'll do this. We'll do that. There was a girl that was from CT that was in LA, which worked, you know, so we called her like, yeah, what up? You know, come meet up with us. Um, so yeah, we just we just bounced around Cali. It was my first time in LA, so it was just fire. We just you know Perfect. shot it, and then it just it just came out dope. Uh, the other scenes though, we actually shot in Connecticut with like the dancers and stuff. Mm-hmm. We knew we wanted some type of dancing element to it, so um, it's a vibey song. Like yeah, that. so we did that part in Connecticut where like the dancers are on the beach and stuff. That's mm-hmm. actually in West Haven Beach. Oh, cool. Yeah. The more you know, man. Yeah. So like, yeah, a lot of people never yeah, <laughs> would yeah. never know. You're never gonna think that, especially if the rest is in Cali. Just the way I just yeah, I just yeah, exactly. Just kind of just tied it in. Yeah, going uh, into snow songs too. You did 04, Flex Lon Don, and then Freak Like Me. Yeah, um, Flex Lon Don was like some. You know, obviously, I was cool with Snow mm-hmm. before Yank came out. Um, so Yank dropped. I'm like, oh shit, this is fire! Like, yeah. and so she was just like, yo, you know, I'm trying to keep the momentum going. Like, let's just shoot something. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So it was like right around Fourth of July, and my boy had like a dope pool, and so we were just like, we were just like, she was like, yo, I want to do like, um, I get around Tupac. I don't know if you ever seen that video, yeah, but. Yeah. She was. We were just both like, yo, we just want to call up as many girls as we can and just like throw, you know, a little pool party, but like no dudes, just all okay. girls, like all girls. And so we just started like, you know, just getting on the phones and <laughs> that came Bad out. Bros, yeah. That was another one where we just kind of like freestyled it. I just was just like, you know, we'll just, just party we'll just get the we'll vibe, you know? Yeah. yeah. People cooking, people jumping in the pool, girls, you know, we can't go wrong. So yeah um that one that one like a lot of people um fucked with that one freak like me was a little more planned out she had got signed at that point so i was able to kind of like talk to the label and you know do some things with them um so we were able to like you know we got we got a nice location with the house we got you know some girls they're all ct girls um we got some lighting i had a little crew and and you know we were able to kind of like you know finesse it a little more yeah. yeah All right, now how about Rob Markman? You did Ben for my B-Day, I Don't Want to Wait, and Believe Me. Which was your favorite out of the three that you shot? Ben for my B-Day. Um, probably the first one. I think the first one was my favorite one because, truth be told, I didn't really know too much about Rob. Like, I knew, you know, obviously I was seeing a couple of his interviews, but, like, I didn't realize how, like, really stamped in he was, like, into yeah. the game and the culture you know like with mtv and uh, yeah just yeah he just was was he's in there you know what i mean like yeah. he's like a pillar type thing so um smoke actually linked me with hovain mm-hmm. who's rob's manager yep. and hovain was telling me like you know i got you know rob's gonna do a video and when he said it i was thinking like maybe like he wanted me to film an interview 
Yeah. And then like he sent me the song. I'm like, wait, because at this time nobody knew Rob rapped. This was before Right to Dream. Yeah. Oh, so wow. yeah, yeah. So he sent me the song, and I'm like, wait, this is Rob, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> like you know, and I was like. He's like, yeah, don't show anybody that. Like, nobody knows Rob Raps. Like, we couldn't put up no BTS stuff for the video because it was kind of like a reveal. So it was cool because, like, Rob ended up being cool as shit. And, like... He's a really cool man. Yeah, and, like, he, you know, we did a song. He, like, he liked my music, so he was linking me with some with some stuff. I linked him with some with some people, some producers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, linked him and Rich. I was just about to say, yeah. he did a lot of stuff. That's how I first heard of Rich I Am. Yeah, so, I, yeah, like, they, they linked um, on set of, of one of the videos. That's so cool. Um, and, uh... But yeah, Rob just ended up being mad cool, and then he just started showing mad love to CT. So much love. Yeah, man. which was fire. I was just like, damn, that's crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was fun shooting those videos. You know, we just um, they were pretty. I don't think anything too crazy necessarily. Um, like went down on those. Those all went pretty somewhat smooth. They were pretty low though. Like he he wasn't trying to do nothing too crazy yeah. you know you just think you just want to get a good solid visual to he his had shit. good songs anyways so yeah like he had to prove a point with he, anything else right and so we got that church the church was fire that we got for that one video um yeah it was good it was good good smooth smooth experiences cool man and then we got this big one the gg by young boy and uh never broke again with a boogie How yeah yeah that? yeah yeah with, with um yeah that was crazy um the um that happened um actually i shot meek mills uh album release the wins and losses and i turned the video around back to them in like i want to say maybe like eight hours you know like they got it and like the the you know the the carlene um who had who had booked me for it she was like the person who throws the parties through the label so she was like damn this is sick (laughs) and she you know I was like, can we post it? And she was like, yeah. So I posted it. And then, it, you know, during the shoot, I met people from Atlantic Records. Yeah. And so they followed me on Instagram or whatever. And the dude from Atlantic hit me and he's like, yo, we didn't even like upload our footage yet into the <laughs> computer. He's like, can we just use your edit and we'll tag you and we'll post it up on Atlantic's page? I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. And from there, they hit me like a week later and they're like, yo, uh, Ray hit me. He's like, yo, look at the email. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, just look at the email. And I was like, well, I was up. And I looked at it and it was like, yo, you know, got this video with A Boogie and NBA Youngboy. We want you to sh- you know, shoot it. I'm like, oh shit, okay, cool. And that was, you know, that was just dope. That like kind of got me a lot started in the industry and mm-hmm. that built my relationship a lot with Atlantic Records. Um, which is cool. They just they hit me up for stuff. They had me with Pusha. Um, I shot something for him, which oh, was cool. Neat. Yeah. So, um, it was <laughs> that actually was like a extremely crazy shoot though. Like mm-hmm. the, this, the way the day went. One location, something happened at one of the locations. Um, I can't really, but yeah, something happened where we basically had to like we couldn't use the location anymore. We had to go to this other location on the fly and like shoot and um. And, like, A Boogie, he got there. Then he, like, needed a shirt. He needed food. And, like, by the time we actually started shooting, like, his management and stuff was like, yo, you got, you got like, 10 minutes to get this. You got 10. Like, you know, they're, like, in my ear. I'm like, all right, well, can I, like, can I shoot it at least? Yeah. Like, and so, you know, they're, like, on me. And then when he saw the footage, he was like, oh, no, this is fire. He's like, no, no, let's get a couple other ones. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So he ended up being mad cool and, like, yeah so we shot and um and like yeah just ended up like linking with with all them and and um and um yeah like his people hit me time to time for stuff um so this is cool man it's just cool to like from connecticut you know you don't there's no you don't really get to like interact with you know 
people like that a lot so yeah. for me to like be where i'm at now where it's like i'm like cool with these people and working like you know in the industry it's it's dope it's big for a ct kid yeah it's just dope because you don't see a lot of you know you see one or two but yeah exactly how about stally you had serpents whisper and holy quran Which yeah was your favorite other um thing? we had another one too oh turtle van yeah we did another one with him um yeah that was the first one we did uh <laughs> his videos were actually yeah oh kind of crazy too <laughs> uh what i think holy quran was probably like i think that might be my favorite one mm-hmm. i don't know turtle van is pretty sick too i mean they're all dope turtle van was just brick yo like so cold like wow. it was funny because i was like damn like i wanted it to look cold so we were trying to figure out a way to like get smoke to come out of his breath and like it was just so cold that you didn't even need to you could just see it and like yeah. so we had to like shoot and then the models would like run into this like we were it was like a little garage that was next to this bar so like the models would like shoot the scene and then they would run into this bar and be like oh, okay all right we're ready all right cool because it was like yo literally what it had to be like 18 degrees something like something ridiculous like i if i would do one scene like my hands would be numb by the end of the scene and then holy quran nah i always forget gloves (laughs) um holy quran was kind of the same thing i wanted a cave Mm -hmm. that was like my vision i'm like yo i want i see this like just i see the quran floating in this cave and so ray's like where the hell are we gonna find a cave and i'm like you got this (laughs) and uh and so um we like um yeah we um you know we found where there was a cave but like it was in this like park this like state park so they don't necessarily give you directions to it so we're just like it was winter all the all the all the trails were just ice so you know stally's like stally was a trooper because he could have really just been like yo fuck this let's just go somewhere else you know what i mean he so we're just yeah we got the gear and he's all fresh, you know what I mean? Like, and he's like, you know, so he's trying to like <laughs> walk and not slip. And so we don't know where this cave is. We're just like walking with the hopes to just find it, find, find it. it. Yeah. And it's like this huge park. And so I think was finally like, all right, look, cause we were walking for like a good, you know, mile wow. and we're just like, we're seeing shit. And I'm like, oh, man, how the hell? So I think I was like, yo, you know post up here i'm just gonna like truck it ahead like you know what i mean and i kind of like just went far into the woods and finally like i like i ended up on top of this like big ass like rock and then i'm like looking down and i like i fall of course like i'm like you know so but then like i fall and like i look and like uh, you know i see it so i'm like yeah so i'm like okay so now i'm like trying to retrack you know where i went i go grab them yeah and so then it was funny because we all get there and we're like all right sick i'm like i don't really want to walk in that shit to be honest like it's kind of scary like it's just a cave with just pitch black like i don't know if there's a bear in there like i don't know what's going on so i think ray went first going back to the cave yeah yeah so yeah so we ended up uh you know going in <laughs> we, we found out there was no bears in there and we shot it and it was brick it was the same thing it was cold as hell um but that video ended up fire that's like one of my f- i like i like that video a lot that's dope man stally was dope too we shot the other one down in atlanta he, he's a down little bit warmer <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i was like yo let's do this one in atlanta man <laughs> um and so it was cool we shot it down there and yeah, that's my guy i did a song with him and stuff he showed mad love yeah bro and then uh there's the rick ross song triple platinum yeah not out yet but yeah no no, no it's out it's out oh, it's yeah out. yeah yeah it came out um it was on his um oh man what was the name of that album you remember uh, I, it was his last uh the album was santorini and all that i forgot what it's called but 
either way um the uh rather you than me. rather you than me yeah, yeah fire album too um yeah so i had like a just a you know a, a somebody that plugged me with mmg just to be like hey if you guys need shit especially in the you know if you're in new york like hit my guy hit mm-hmm. my boy and so i get a call you know from them and they were like yo can you come to new york right now you know the guy that called me um shout out to sav um he, he doesn't work with them anymore um but um he hit me and he's like yo can you come to new york now i'm, I'm with ross at the time he was the vp of mmg yeah so i was like yeah sure and so that was like what i was saying before like if i had a job you know it's 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 difficult to be able to a lot of these people that's how they move like yo can you do it now like you know and it's like you got to be able to just kind of like make a move so pick up your bag and go we just busted a move straight to the city and like we met um like ross and his kind of like inner circle of the label and everything he had this like fly ass hotel room in the city and we i just walked in there with my backpack like he was like oh bring a backpack with a computer and a hard drive so i'm like all right so i i came there though like with like lighting camera like i had everything Everything. in the car like i was like just in case you (laughs) know what i mean and so um so i went in there and like it was just like all right like it was just Ross, you know, smoking, whatever. We chopped it up. We yeah. probably, I probably sat in there for like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and he was telling me, he's like, yo, you know, I got this. He's like, we shot this video in the Bahamas, but like, you know, it's not that great. Like yeah. the video, you know, we just, but he's, you know, we just shot for so long. You know, we got a bunch of footage. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, give it to me. You know, I'll take a look at it. And so, but then he was just telling me like, oh, what do you do? You know, we, I got to chop it up yeah he's like yeah you know we you know we're just looking for people that i'm like yo i got all my shit in the car right now i was like we would shoot a video right now if you want like i'll <laughs> shoot it and he was like ah, i like that so we um good that you prepared yeah yeah i was like i'm ready we'll shoot something tonight how long are you here and then um so I, I uploaded all the footage and i took the shit back and it was awful it was just like they just hired some you know random dude and it was just so much footage like it was like just had to sift through a lot and i'm like yeah i'm just trying to like go through it and like i got it done in like four days and like i sent them an edit back and i was just like didn't hear anything i'm like oh man um and then i get a call from like just an unknown number he's like yo what up there's ross so i'm like he didn't know that but it was actually on my birthday that he called me yeah and so so it was in april and so he was like um he was like yo killed it like that was what we needed you know like we can't wait to work with you more definitely gonna you know da 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 build with you you know just give me your info boom we're gonna you know so and then like they put it out and like um they just been showing me mad love ever since like i got to shoot with wale with meek with with mm-hmm. skrilla who's another artist on mmg stally so it was just yeah it was dope man it was dope to just see somebody that big you know validate yeah. you and be like you're dope so it was like that was you you know you you like to see little you know stages like that because that kind of like made me even level up inside like all right fuck it if Rick Ross thinks I'm dope like then I am dope. I gotta be dope like you know yeah. what I mean he's not you know obviously I I did it for him for free so obviously he's not gonna like tear it apart so yeah. I I understood that but at the same time he could have just been like ah it wasn't you know we're just gonna scrap it yeah, you know gonna, what I mean because it wasn't like they invested crazy. all this crazy money into it either mm-hmm. in retrospect though what I ended up finding out from them like months later was that they actually tried to give it to like multiple people and they were just like nah i'm not doing and they this scrapped all the other people's stuff no they were just like nah i'm not doing this like oh, really? i'm not looking through all this <laughs> like i can't do nothing with this you know what i mean i was just so hungry at the time that i was like i'll figure this i'll figure a way out Fuck it, so, I'll like, do it. yeah like i'll figure a way to make this shit dope um and so it was cool you know just it just helped me get in with them and it just built great relationships kind of just with 
you know the people that work with them as well and mm-hmm. just just help me to get my you know just another kind of step you know step into everything that's dope man and then let's talk about a pusher's dream this was hell's angels and i used to with dave east and aldo was like yeah yeah that was still weird that was in the trenches at that time like i still just had the 5d mm-hmm. at that time um i met aldo through dizza yep and but i met dave east through um um scram jones I've heard that name. He's a producer, artist, a DJ, super dope. Multi-talented. Yeah, like Grammy-nominated, like just fire. He's Mm -hmm. he's my homie. He introduced me to Dizza. So Scram was like the first person, him and Static Selecta were like the first people that really like started like fucking with me or just like- Gave you a chance. Yeah, just gave me a chance, you know? And so so I met East through him like way back in like 2000, probably 14, I met Davies. Mm -hmm. And so I just, oh, he's dope. Um, And so when Aldo- when I met this dude Aldo, he was like really good friends with East. They had this project, so it just I knew both of them. So they were like, "Yeah, fuck it, you might as well shoot it." Um, and it was just crazy, man. Like crazy times, like no budgets, just running around the projects in the Bronx at like two in the morning. I'm like, "Yo, like at least I'm with the right people." <laughs> we gotta like, yeah. It was just like still, no matter who you're with in those type of situations. But it was crazy. Like I want to say the one night we were there though, like Corey Guns like came through like on a oh, skateboard wow. like he just pulled up we were in the projects at like three in the morning cory guns came there's like a couple other artists i'm like oh, what the fuck <laughs> um it was cool like east east is my guy man it was it was a, it was a, a crazy experience just shooting that because like i said i mean i'm from connecticut so yeah. being in you know bronxdale or monroe projects in the bronx like it was just like whoa like i'm i got camera shit on me you know i'm obviously sticking out like crazy but it was just all love so it was cool like we were just yeah it was just just at the time you know you don't think about shit when you're in it you're just doing it you know like retrospectively yeah i was like oh okay that was a little sketchy but um but nah it was it was just mad fun it was just you know just times that kind of built me as a director and just like Mm -hmm just doing shit on the fly and you're just trying to like you know just it's just me and a tripod and a camera you know but um it's just definitely times in my career that like made me who you are you, now. you know yeah yeah for sure that was like a big you know like at the time like i was just like yo this is everything like that yeah. was the project you know what i mean so it was cool it was a good time and it like helped solidify a show with east with me mm-hmm. wow man and then the last videos we're going to talk about is the two Disney ones. You got one, Just Want to Go by Rayla, and then Digital Love by Meg Donnelly. Yeah, yeah. That was, um, that's funny, too, because, like, Scram, he linked me with this guy, Ali, mm-hmm. who um, who has a company called The Practice. And um, they do a lot of the music shit for Disney. And I was shooting a bunch, like, for years for this guy, Ali. And, you know, you know a disney opportunity came about where he was like yo i want you to direct it you know da 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 so and i did some shit for meg and then um that was smile that you did yeah that? yeah and then digital love was like through disney like we shot at their facilities i used their crew mm-hmm. for some of it and then my crew for some of it but like you know i i was dealing directly with everybody in their building so it just like you know it was it was it was a just a crazy another level of shooting you know because yeah. it's like you got to pull permits for every location you use you gotta you know you can't show logos and anything you got to follow all their standards and practices of mm-hmm. like you know it's disney channel so i'm 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 a rap yeah. hip-hop director so to me the the more edgy the better to so this it was like you gotta be safe yeah and so but they wanted me to like add my sauce to it that was the whole reason they brought me on because like we want your like 
your you know swag on it but like you just got to kind of do it within our guidelines yeah. you know so um yeah like i was saying it's just crazy because you know you just we're on the streets of la it was just a surreal you know experience because it was like think about how many people disney could have called to direct a video with a big budget in la you know like that's yeah. where everything happens but they called a kid from connecticut you know to like come out I'm there so right. i was just like oh you know what i mean Puts it into perspective yeah so it was like like i said i mean you know 20 extras you know disney's got their staff there meg's management is there you know my my whole crew i had an eight person crew mm -hmm. so it was just a lot of different we're on the streets of la we're in, you know we're moving around locations so it was just a very different level of like shooting you know and you're coordinating the whole thing yeah 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 me and Ray. that's crazy yeah so Damn. that's when you really you know that's when you a lot of people say they're a director but it's like that's when you really have to be a director because everybody's like all right cool what are we doing and all these people are just looking at you and you can't be like i think we should you know it's like you gotta be like all right this is what we're doing you do you know you gotta really be on your shit or else people are gonna be like you don't want the leader of the ship you know kind of looking like he doesn't know what the hell is going on so yeah. um that's you know that's that's really when you know honing a director it's different to be a you know shooter mm -hmm. but to really be able to direct you have to be able to like interact with the artists and know how to talk to them you got to know how to speak to their people you got to know how to control the crew and tell every and kind of things always have to be running you know what i mean you always have to have things moving so that really put me you know to the test like in that regard for sure what advice would you give to some young filmer coming out of school right now or not even out of school but just like you know just got a camera and they, they want to do this yeah i mean really make sure you want to do it that's that's the first thing um like I guess it really depends on what uh what route you're trying to go. Like for me, I know I wanted to own a production company, yep. and then you know I know I'm a I'm a director. But technically, I direct, DP, and edit. Like I can do all of them, but director is more my thing. But it depends on what you want to do. Like if you want to be a DP, or if you want to be a camera operator, if you want to be a lighting guy, if you want to be a producer, you know whatever. Like so, in the beginning, I guess you don't really know. You just fucking around with a camera yeah. um i think the biggest advice is you have to figure out a way if you want to do it you know full time the truth is you have to figure out a way to make money off of it yeah. but you want to try as much as you can to like not focus on the money you want to try to focus on working with if it's music videos you want to try to focus on working with the the dopest like biggest artist that you can or the artist that you really you know believe in mm -hmm. and then making like the just the craziest possible shit you can um is like the biggest advice because like we're in a we're in a, a creative game you know what i mean so like you know you have people that are doing just crazy shit so what's gonna make you stand out you know from the next man's thing and then like where i'm at now it gets harder because now it's like okay you know i'd like to consider myself probably like you know the the biggest person in connecticut for video but like now i'm competing with new york la so i have to do the same thing i have to sit in the drawing room and be like all right is this treatment you know or this idea is this gonna be some you know i have to do something that's gonna shock people globally yeah in those markets and like make them be like oh damn this dude is fire so as a new person you want to experiment you know you want to have fun with the shit mm -hmm. and you just want to like do the best dopest possible things and and just and do good business too you know like that's a big part of it you know you want to be passionate about it so you're not so concerned like some a lot of, i see a lot of directors they get caught up on like no nah, i want to get 500 for this video but it's like 
maybe that artist they only got 200 but it might get 100,000 views so it's worth it for both of you like you know what i mean don't get so caught up on like that small money in the beginning because you have to work towards eventually you'll get you know you'll get the it's bag. not just money yeah exactly it's the bag whatever the bag consists of. and you just got to know when you got to just know how to move you know there's certain times where it's your time to be like boom i want this and like you want you know your your money but there's certain times where even now i still work with artists that i just i fuck with them so i'm not so concerned with how much money do you have because mm-hmm. i know you're you're doing something you got a following people fuck with you i like your music i want to see you know what i mean you get a dope visual so i'm gonna you know i'll work with you you know so you know that that'd be my biggest advice and you know something they always told me in school too is like um if you really want to do a certain thing you should just you should do that so it's like if you want to dp you know don't try to go get jobs as like a pa or a grip or this or that try to dp your own projects to show people that you can dp or Mm -hmm. try to you know stay in that so you can show people like this is what i do you know what i mean and then that's how you'll get hired okay as that you know what i mean so definitely try to you know so you can perfect it and you can see what it takes to do that on your you know on your own Mm -hmm. so that's awesome advice man uh, who else would you like to work with? I saw that you have a shoot with Sekur on Smile with Little Crybaby coming out soon. Any other artists? Yeah, did that. Um, getting to work with Dose. Well, like CT, like like working with Dose is gonna be cool. I haven't worked with him yet. CT, man, I, I pretty much work with like all the you know the main people that I had in my head. Like, all right, I want to work with these people. Mm-hmm. Other like like outside of that though, like you know, I want to work with um the biggest possible people i can you know like i definitely want to shoot something official um again for a boogie mm-hmm. um i want to shoot for like i want to shoot for post malone would be cool. be cool um there's a lot i mean i'd like to shoot i mean bad bunny i would love to do something for like He's been killing yeah it. for something like that um i mean the biggest i can really go with it i feel like i can shoot for anybody you know so drake like you know i mean if the opportunity is there and it's you know like i'm i'm down you know but travis you know his those videos though like you know those videos make me want to just like quit man (laughs) like travis every time he drops a video every time i go to click on it i'm like oh fuck here we go like this shit is gonna make me depressed for a day or two (laughs) i hit ray i'm like oh here watch this shit (laughs) but um but yeah, like you know, all the all the top dogs, man. You know, yeah. like those are all people I would want to. I've done a lot, and like the, a lot of you know that a lot of people don't even know. Just a lot of underground. Like I've worked with a bunch of artists, New York, LA, like a bunch. But you know, now I'm really at the point where I want to like work with like the A list. Yeah. You know, the top people to really show because I feel like that's where my skill is at right now. Mm-hmm. So I want to. The only way people really click for people is when they see it on the an A list video. Yeah. You know, so that's that's where I'm at with you already it. Already worked with Ross, like yeah, like I'd love to, man. you know, Ty Dolla Signs, another one. He's super fire. Like yeah. I'd love to shoot something for him. All the, you know, all the, all the main, you know, all Whatever the big. You can get your hands on. Yeah, like you know, there's obviously. I don't want to just yeah, I'll just work with anybody, but it, it does. Um, being a director, it allows me to kind of like I don't necessarily have to like the music might not be for me, but like I can still see the vision mm-hmm. and like be able to direct it. You know, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. The biggest artist I can I can get with that's dope. You know, I'm down. That's awesome. Uh, so going back to CT, can you talk mm-hmm. about the state of the uh, culture in Connecticut from compared to five years ago to where it is now and where it's gonna be in 2020? Since you've been he- doing music since you said 2013, 2016, all that. Yeah. Um. 
I, I mean, the the state of it's now is probably the best. I mean, from my personal view that you know that I've ever seen it. I mm-hmm. think I think it's it's lit right now. You know, as far as like, if you're a part of it now, you're a part of something that's gonna be a lot bigger. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a lot of shit brewing. It might not be necessarily like on a national level yet, but like, it's gonna be like very very soon. Um, so it's dope right now because now's the fun time because it's like now's all the times that we're gonna be talking about when everybody is years, like, yeah, years, yeah, you know what I mean. So now's the time when it's like it's 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 dope to be a part of it. But um, uh, compared to well, it's funny because when I first moved back, I didn't really know what was going on in the yeah. scene. You know what I mean? Like I I had moved back, I was just trying to more get my shit together, and I kind of had more plugs in New York, so I directly went to New York. Mm-hmm. That was like my biggest motivation for moving back to Connecticut was like, go, I'll be close to NY so I can just like go, you know, so I immediately went and started messing with Scram and Static and that was like smoke and then, so I was in Connecticut but like for the first, I want to say probably up until like 2016, like I wasn't really working with people from Connecticut. Not that I didn't want to but I was just like so focused on like being in New York and like just like, you know, just trying to do shit that that was where I built my like base and then, um, and then I think like 2016 when I started dropping music, people were kind of like, oh, oh damn and then you know and then like i want to say that when i did um like the like the annoyed and the webby videos that was when people in connecticut were really like oh okay damn yeah Yeah. this is you know this is who this is like we had heard about him but now we you know now we know yeah um and in 2020 i think shit is gonna be lit man i I, all we need is that one you know we've had artists now break through like annoyed or snow obviously webby's been doing this thing you know you got yeah. felly um so those dudes are already in but they're not like they had nobody's really done that like where it was like when chief keith came out and it was yeah. like i don't like and it's like oh shit this is what chicago is about and then there was a whole bunch of other artists that you got put on to so we just waiting on that moment man I, from where it's gonna come i have no idea but i know it's gonna be somebody that, that i'm fucking with for sure i would yeah. think you know what i mean just Oh, there's probably a good dozen artists right now that have a good shot at like they're on the verge. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, which is fire, which is super it's, cool. It's so cool to see. That's awesome. So, going into our next section, we got discography details. Just anything that comes to mind when you hear the name of the song. First one we got is Motion featuring Pimo and uh, Delector. Uh, that was the first time I worked with uh with Squires and Pimo, and I'm gonna s- um. We did it at my spot. I don't know if there was anything uh crazy. Yo, I wrote that hook though. <laughs> shout, shout out to uh to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um I wrote the hook for that and then we did the verses. Pimo Pimo sounded better, so I was like, you know what, you sound better on this. I can't lie. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Um, he's fire. Yeah, yeah, he's mad dope. Those are my guys. Every time I see them, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? When are we gonna do another song? It's been like mad long. Uh but um yeah, it was cool. They they cool dudes, man. Squires and plus me and Squires always go back and forth just yeah. on some video shit. Always like, yo, I just bought this camera, you know. So it was cool. We had been wanting to do something. He sent me some beats. I was like, ah, oh, they're cool. And then he came through and like made that beat on the spot. And yeah. it was like, all right, yeah, cool. That's dope. What about breakthrough? Breakthrough was fire. That was that was a good that was a good um. That was my first glance at your music. Uh, How about one of a kind? This was a dope uh, music video concept too. Yeah, one of a kind was funny because it was like that was like the second to last song that got put on the project. Really? Yeah, I was like, I had part of it, I laid part of it down, and then I was kind of like, uh, 
I just laid the like, I've been smoking. Like I had just laid that part down and I was kind of like, I left it alone and I didn't really know how I felt about it. And then I was in the studio by myself one night and kind of like came up with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were, um, we were all in the studio and I would, before people were just coming in like Rich and everybody was just coming in to like start a session. And I was playing that song and everybody was like, yo, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's the shit from the other, you know, I just, they were like, yo, this is fire. And they were like, play it again. And we played it like mad times that night. And I was like, all right, yeah. So we, you know, that like just slipped on the project, like, yeah. you know, last thing. And then like once we, once I kind of had it done before the project came out, I usually always would like shoot it to like all my friends and just like people that I know. Like, yeah. And that one was like the one where people were like, yo, this one is fire. You got a great response. Girls especially were like, yo, we love this one. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then when it came out, it was just like that was the one everybody was talking about. So I was like, all right, shit. Cool. Yeah. And the yeah, the video was just like so many people were sending me videos singing to it. I was just big names singing that. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, all right, I mean, we might as well just I might because at the you know, I'm still to this day trying to figure out like how do I do my own visuals? Because like I have my homies that are nice with shooting, but they're on the same time that I'm on. They're busy, they're shooting other people's stuff. Like so it's kinda hard for me to lock them down. So it's always hard for me to like do my own visuals. And that was like kind of a cheat code for me because I was just like, all right, I'll just use everybody else singing it (laughs) for the video. It showed how much people actually fucked with it. Yeah, and it was cool, you know, just seeing everybody liking it and stuff. And I think it just showed yeah, it just showed people like, Oh, okay, people like this song. Like at the end, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, Hey, I always show love to the fans. Like if anybody takes the time out to like memorize my song and sing it, like I'm gonna throw it on there. So, yeah. um, so yeah, that was cool. I liked how that all came together. How about Slomo featuring Annoyed? That's with JP on the track, right? Yeah, JP did the beat. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to do something. That was another one. Was like me and Annoyed. I knew I wanted to do something. We just kind of figuring the right time to do it. Um, and then uh, yeah, I just brought like I want to say like I brought like maybe six or seven songs through his through his spot, played them, and he was like he was like yeah that one. And then he just he wrote his shit right there, laid it down, bang bang boom, and we was we was out of there. That was cool. That all came together naturally because at yeah. that time I had already shot for him. It was already like the relationship was built, so it was it was smooth. Um, that one's cool though. It one goes good at shows too. And my personal favorite, Platinum and Gold, featuring Stally and Filio. That's a sleeper. A lot of people actually do like it, but I feel like that's a sleeper. Like that when song I first is, heard is that, fire. Bro, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, Krillum did that beat. He's from Bridgeport. He's super dope. He does like all of um, not all of, but he does a lot of um, was I on key stuff. Okay, yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. Um. Yeah, that was that was just dope, man. Like and like st- at that point too, Stally kind of saw where I was going with it. So right when we did the first video, he was like, "Yo, if you need a verse, just let me know. Like I got you." So yeah. I was like, "All right, cool." And then Krillin, you know, I just had recorded that one, and I was like, "Yeah, I think he'll fuck with this." And yeah, it was funny because when we shot, oh no, we didn't even shoot anything. He just came to New York, and I went and vibe with Stally, but we were just like cruising around New York, like yeah. bumping th- that song. Um, so it was it was cool. That was cool how that all came together. Then you got high resolution featuring Webby. That one's a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one went. I that bet the fans love it. Yeah, that one goes crazy. And like that, that's one of my bigger like just songs numbers wise. Just because mm-hmm. Webby's, you know, he like he showed mad love on like putting it out. He put it out like almost as if it was one of his songs. Like yeah. he posted it everywhere and like shouted me out and stuff. So that was like that was super dope. That was the same thing. I was like, yo. Web, we need a song like yeah. you know so i know i knew already that i wanted them but then it was the same thing like i was like i got a beat from jp that's mm-hmm. his producer so it just worked you know it was a little easier for me and web the hardest thing was like figuring out like all right what's our like common ground because yeah. you know we have such different like just views on things and style that i'm like 
you know i don't want it to be a force you know so i was either gonna go like college party type route or like, like stoner route yeah you know what i mean and that i was already in that vibe i was listening to mad reggae music so i was like yo jp make something like you know give me some like you know reggae type shit and when he sent it through i was like yeah perfect i did the verse yeah i, I actually right. had a hook on it another yeah. yeah another hook on it and then um and then web was like oh no i got this i got this other hook like i and so i kind of was using that song too as a way to like you know bridge the gap more to his fans too so i was like you know if, i'm neither here nor there about it i like both hooks so i'm like let's just throw your hook on it because it just yeah. your fans are gonna you know like it, really more. Fuck with it more yeah and it'll just make more sense you know like and so yeah that's that's always like the i think like the second song we do on tour and then that's always when i like start smoking and like yeah. everybody ah. <laughs> so it, go, it goes good what about 10 again 10 again was my first time working with the breed yep. um that came together mad just natural i had just came i had always heard about the breed mm-hmm. and but i never actually met them um and i think i did i did meet them a couple like we knew who each other were and i want to say we chopped it up and stuff but that was the first time i like went to their studio and like you know really saw how they got down um and i was just kind of like at the time like we were i was like oh let's do something right now like we yeah. you know like they didn't they they had a beat already pulled up because i was kind of like i want to do some like you know just like some just more vibe type shit so they already had something kind of like half whipped up and like they put it on and i was like yeah just loop that and they just they, they ran it and we did that whole song in like two three hours Damn. and then it was just done boom sent it to me i was like yo cool i put it out they're cool because they work fast like me what and i got that i got a lot of that from them too of just like not thinking about it too much you know what i mean bang bang and they're dope because they're like producers so they'll like they'll be like yo that flow is hot maybe you should start it with that flow Mm -hmm. and then like go into the you know and they'll kind of like help you with the arrangement and like you know use their ear to be like ah, that melody might be dope for the hook like that you know and then kind of like put it together so that was like it it was crazy for me to see because how i do is like i'll go in for the first time and they'll just like play the beat and i'll just like like and just kind of like be saying all different melodies and stuff with no words yeah humming it. yeah yeah and then they were like okay this one's dope and then it was like some mad scientist shit like they kind of <laughs> like you know we started like piecing it all together and then i'd put words to it and it kind of yeah. all just like took form so it was it was cool and then and now i got a whole ep with them yeah you got the three of the songs insomniac rest in peace and then waiting on me yeah and waiting on me it looks like it has like the best reception out of them all you have all the dancing videos you said it reached uh um russia it reached jamaica like, yeah and it's just that. getting started like i just put it out and you know obviously we're independent so it's not like i just you know we're doing everything self-funded so yeah. we're just slowly working it with the djs in connecticut and you know it's just a dance record to me you know i just see you know when i, I hear it i see people dance so yeah. i was like i just want people dancing to it so um you know just to see dancers want to dance to it was dope um and did we're you tweeted out and asked people to or did yeah like well well i started it by like i reached out to like two or three dancers i knew were dope i'm like yo do you fuck with this and they're like yeah i was like would you do like a dance video to it and they're like yeah so then it kind of like just you know it started snowballing from there um and that's just been my way of working it there and with the djs dj michi's been playing it on hot 937 which is cool yeah shout out michi he be showing mad love shout out santo um he uh he was one of the first people to like fuck with it and be like yeah i'm gonna spend this um but um 
Yeah, that that's that's cool. It's a different vibe for me too. Like I never put a song out in that yeah. realm. Like I, I was in a little Jamaican club the other night in Bridgeport and like that shit went off. Like I was like, oh, okay, dope. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so just to see different like crowds and stuff. Um but I'm actually really excited about Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's gonna be like one of the craziest like show. That was why we made that one. Like yeah. we, when we were talking about we're like Yo, the tour. I want something for the show, you know, and it's just like something that people could chant. So that I'm like super excited to like the videos from that I know are gonna be crazy. Like yeah. I know people are gonna be just like word for word. I can't sleep. Like just yelling that shit out. That's gonna be dope. Sweet man. So now we're gonna go into the breakthrough bar breakdown for on delay. We got the first verse. Do you wanna listen to it real quick? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you want me to just I just play it on my phone? Yeah. We we ain't uh we ain't live right now, so we don't have to worry. I used to do this shit live and it was just like Always something happening in between. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. She, she's a, she's already down there. Oh, that's We're about to go meet her. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see the lyrics? I got them all pulled up right here. Um, no, nah, I mean, so you want to know what, like, just kind of the where where it came yeah. from, or okay, the whole process of it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of one of my like go to topics because it's just like with just running my business and being an artist and being a director and traveling and just like one of the like elements that I just haven't figured out is like being able to like keep a girl friend. Yeah. So. It's one of my go-to topics because it's just something that I deal with all the time where it's just like, you know, you're just dealing with women, like, you yeah. know, and so, but they're like, most of the times they're just, they're mad at me because it's like, I'm not, you know, showing them enough attention or texting them every day or calling them and you're just, a busy man. yeah, and so it's just like, you know, stuff like that. So, but the deeper those types of relationships get, it's just like the more toxic shit, you know, that happens. And so it's just like something, it's just part of my life, you know, I just deal, you know, you just got to kind of deal with it but um but yeah like that verse is just speaking on it's not about one specific girl Mm -hmm. um i think it's just speaking on that element of my life where it's like you know i'm in the middle of my day doing some shit and then it's like a girl just decides she want to just go off you know and then you know you know and it's just like it's just one of those moments but then it's like it's also if you listen to the ending of it it's like also the like the like back and forth of like yeah fuck you da, 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 da. but then it's like 
yo what are you doing tonight like come you know you know and then like i end up you know go to get dinner we'll hang out and then it's kind of like all right we're back on good terms or whatever happens so it's like it's always about that it's like kind of about that like yo leave me alone like you know like i'm busy but but then it's like when shit calms down like yo my bad what are you doing you know you know and then it's like kind of gotta like start doing damage control and patch shit up you know but um so i think that song is just more about that it's just like about that like you know, just like communication a lot. Just mm-hmm. communication with, with females, you know, can be a tough can be a tough thing the to juggle. Miscommunication. Ju- yeah, miscommunication, correct. Can be a tough thing to juggle, you yeah. know, in my kind of line of work, especially from my situation, because it's like I'm not just being an artist, like I'm doing like mad shit. So it's just yeah. it's just really hard, you know, in that You're busy man. In that I part. Can only imagine. All right, so now we're gonna go into futures endeavors. So uh what's next both musically and with your directing? So the next thing would be the uh um I'm gonna drop an EP with the breed. Yep. Um and then hit the road with, with the guys again for the for the okay. tour, for the yep. Canada tour. Um and that'll last till about like the summertime and then kinda my plan is to just keep working, waiting on me mm-hmm. um once we get back in the summer. That'll really that's why I wanted to get it going now. Yeah. Kinda like, you know, get it ready for the summer because the summer is really that song is meant for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and then um so that's like you know in the short term um but then after that i'm just probably gonna keep working the singles eps you know like five six tracks type thing i got music recorded so i'm just gonna kind of like figure out how i want to put it together yeah and like i still want to record more i actually just did a a joint over a say track that he produced um that i think will be dope yeah so um and then directing wise man it's just right now i mean i have a bunch of things in the you know what i mean in the pipelines like with huge like big artists so not much you can talk about but just know it's on the yeah way. well and it's just stuff that i don't know necessarily if it's gonna come through because like what what will happen is like like i said the label will hit me and be like yo this is the song this is the budget this is the artist mm-hmm. um you know give us a treatment but they might go to two directors you know or three directors when especially the bigger up you get unless the that di- artist is direct like yo i want this dude to mm-hmm. direct it they'll kind of you know fill it out so um you know i have like yeah like mad shit out directing wise you know just kind of see what what kind of comes up though the directing should be crazy because you'll just get an email she'll be like boom yo next week and then it's like oh shit i'm directing a video for drake like all right cool you know so um so that i'm just kind of like yeah i just have a bunch of shit out that i'm just waiting on um but i got um we're about to do a video with snow Next week, I got a couple more things coming with the breed. You said one with K Dose, right? Yeah, one with K Dose. Um, the Spanish artist Melly Mel that I work with, me and her are gonna be locking in again for something. She's really dope. She's like a big, big artist from Dominican. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, 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 a lot of that is just like you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but we're gonna keep it trucking either way. That's awesome, man. So where do you see yourself in one year, five years, and ten years? Uh, one year. To- to be probably um the biggest music video director in the game like not just in my state or in my area like in the game and um to also be you know a little more stamped within the just industry and fan base of like me doing this like double lane Mm -hmm. you know thing so you know my own tour stuff like that but i don't i don't know about in a year about that but definitely just more exposure on like what i'm doing yeah and and just really rising to like the top top tier when it comes to like video directors Mm -hmm. um as like far as a you know personality you know what i mean 
um five years would probably be uh putting on my own tours and then shifting into like doing films mm-hmm. and then 10 years would probably just be like doing movies oh that's cool so like big budget movies yeah like i'll still always do music and and direct videos but um you know movies will eventually be you know especially once it's like you know you start getting older you, you know that's kind of like what i want to move into be sitting there doing like just a random yeah i'll probably i would still be doing big you know big music videos but um but i think I, i'm j- i just know i'm the type of person that once i kind of like conquer something i'm like all right what are we doing What's you know that? so I'll, i'm already thinking like all right what would i do my first movie about what would it be about who would i want to use so just so it's like kind of like i can start kind of like you know when the time comes i'll know you know how to move mm-hmm. so you got to get a script you got to you know, there's a whole bunch of shit that goes into making yeah, a movie obviously yeah, it's 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 nuts and last thing is do you have any more shout outs before we end that episode um nah because i, I Everybody I'm bad, you I'll forget. Yeah, like if shout I sh- out everybody. Yeah, shout out, yeah, shout out everybody. Well, <laughs> if awesome. I start shouting people out, I'll start forgetting. So, thank you, man. I appreciate this. This ends season six, episode seven, and we're done. Yeah. We're-